even though you may think as a as a B2B salesperson or sales leader, you may think your customers are not buying on, on Amazon business, they may very well. Hello and welcome to B2B e-commerce accelerated. The B2B e-commerce podcast that helps B2B sales leaders move more efficiently and cross growth targets. My name is Tim van Hattem, Executive Vice President Enterprise at Sana Commerce. And as always, joined by Ruben. Yes, thanks, Tim, for the intro. Ruben, Chief Revenue Officer at Sana Commerce. And together we are the hosts of this podcast, B2B E-Commerce Accelerated. Tim, introducing the topic for today, right? What are we going to talk about? Yes, we are going to talk about marketplaces, B2B marketplaces, or maybe one B2B marketplaces specifically. In one of our previous episodes, we touched on how Amazon business is playing an increasingly large role in B2B e-commerce and in the world of manufacturers, wholesalers, and distributors, and then particularly the world of the sales teams within those within those organizations. We are just going to dive a little bit deeper and see what is that role and how is that role expanding? And is this an opportunity or is it maybe a, is it a friend or a foe? So just to clarify, Tim, Amazon, right? I think everyone knows it, of course, but we're talking here specifically about the B2B part, right? So we all know it from, let's say, our consumer life, but uh, you have Amazon Business, which is basically a marketplace for businesses across the, the globe, right? Easy as that, yes. And I think Amazon Business may be more present or more commonplace in North America than it is in Europe or in APAC, yeah. probably. But, well, we've all seen how fast Amazon's been growing on the B2C side and also how much that has been become part of anyone's lives, really, regardless of where you are. And Amazon Business currently owns 33 billion of transactions uh, globally and that they expect that to be growing to, uh, to 80 billion by 2025. So Amazon also, well, strongly believes that, that's, that they will be expanding their, their market share. That is a huge amount, right? 80 billion indeed in gross sales expected by 2025, yeah. uh, mentioned by Amazon.com CEO Andy Jesse. Yeah, that's very interesting. And so what we'll be talking about today is basically, right, we make this podcast for B2B sales leaders of B2B companies. Is it interesting to look at this marketplace and Amazon business in particular and what are maybe there the pros and cons? What can you do with it as a sales leader? What are your buyers doing with it, right? So all around the marketplace and specifically Amazon. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, yes, well, if, if there's developments in, in, your, in your market as a seller or sales leader, then yeah. as a minimum, you want to be informed and probably you want to anticipate. So it could be an opportunity, it could be a threat, it could be both. Or, but the question is, how are business-to-business -business sales leaders dealing with this development? And what could it possibly provide them with what kind of opportunity? Maybe first start, Tim, with the simple question, do you hear this a lot, right? When you talk to sales leaders at B2B companies, because you do a lot, I do a lot, yeah. right? We talk to a lot of people in the B2B space. We have had many guests already in this podcast series. How often do you hear from them around marketplaces and Amazon business in particular? That's a good question. It really depends on, and again, it really depends on who you uh, who you speak to, and particularly in what their territory is, or uh, if you're speaking to sales leaders, what their territory is. So, speaking to a European or Asian customer or prospect, yeah. barely. Speaking to a North American customer or prospect, always or always yeah. often. Yeah. So, research done by Digital Commerce 360 and, and Forrester indicates that I think it's six from six out of ten. Six out of 10 B2B buyers orders, 25% of their orders in North America already uh, via Amazon business, right? So that is not 
a small amount. No, that's absolutely no. absolutely commonplace. Which again doesn't surprise me if you look at the revenue or at the transaction numbers that Amazon uh, Amazon does. Yeah, interesting. In contrast, maybe to that, right? A lot of sales leaders that I am speaking to and I've spoken to, they almost never mention it. So it could definitely be geographical as well. But I think common responses that I hear, that we hear, right, from those sales leaders when we then bring up this topic, because they don't in a lot of cases, is like, yeah, the common response like, ah, oh, but that is not for our business, right? Our business is quite typical, maybe a niche, right? A lot of B2B companies, manufacturers, they operate in a niche market, which is maybe a very big market, but very particular products very particular segments of customers, very particular space in the supply supply chain that they have. And uh, they consider, maybe wrongly, but they consider this Amazon is like a straightforward product where you sell some simple products. Doesn't that sound familiar to you? Or It does. Well, yeah. <laughs> it also sounds familiar to me because that's what people say about digital commerce as a whole. <laughs> so rather, not specific. Yeah. But yes, yeah. definitely also people say this about marketplaces. But let's turn this around. So let's let's try to approach it from an angle of why as a B2B product seller, whether you're a manufacturer or a distributor or a wholesaler, why would you adopt a marketplace or adopt a marketplace such as Amazon Business? So if we try to approach it from that angle, what thoughts do you have? Well, I think, first of all, research shows that, right? So you already named some stats from the B2B buyer survey from Forrester and Gardner, from the CEO of Amazon, right? If you look at where are the B2B buyers, I think that's the first reason. Apparently, yeah. the B2B buyers are more than we think, maybe. Also, yeah, discovering and exploring and looking for, for products at Amazon Marketplace or marketplaces maybe in general, but I think Amazon is, of course, the biggest one out there. And so I think that's one reason, right? And then maybe some, some people say, well, but that's not my customer. But again, if you look at the data and more than half of B2B buyers, almost 60% says that they are conducting research and doing purchases online from marketplaces, yeah, then you cannot tell me that for many B2B companies that think their B2B buyers are not there, that they are probably wrong, right? Yes, I think that's right. And I think I mentioned this in, in one of our previous podcasts as well. I spoke to a gentleman some weeks ago who works as a, a VP of digital transformation or at least responsible for e-commerce, works at a company that is a manufacturer of product for bakeries, artisan bakeries, whatever. And as an yeah. as their uh, part of their onboarding process, they everyone, so he, him included, spends some time with their customers, right? So in his first week or first month during his onboarding. He told an anecdote about him going on his first or second day working with that baker early morning yeah. arrive at the bakery and then saw an amazon business truck in front of the bakery and asked the baker so why what's this amazon truck doing here right your products for us right that's why i'm here you're a customer of ours. <laughs> so they, they weren't even aware so he wasn't aware so, but the entire organization wasn't necessarily aware that their customers were buying with them and buying with amazon business well the response was that this baker was ordering products this company by the way was, uh, did not have a digital way of uh, ordering it. okay so that didn't have a web store which is why this gentleman was hired and this baker was ordering his products on a order form right 10 years old five years old whatever printed hard copy order form just putting in the orders every day and, and emailing it or whatever making a picture faxing or emailing it to the manufacturer so he said i didn't know you also had all these products in your assortment right because i have my i have my order form here and that's what I know you have. And the other stuff I just looked up on Google yeah, and ended up on Amazon. 
right? So even though you may think as a B2B salesperson or sales leader, you may think your customers are not buying on, on Amazon business, they may very well. This is a crazy example almost, right? Very good example. I love it. So this was a manufacturer of bakery products or wholesaler? Manufacturer. Manufacturer, yes. So the manufacturer didn't have any e-commerce at all. The manufacturer, the account manager or sales representative was visiting one of their B2B buyers, a bakery mm-hmm. store. And there they saw a bus of Amazon business and being very surprised about the fact that they were delivering to their own customer where they thought that everything that their customer needed was delivered by them. But that was apparently not the case. He yeah. didn't ask for other products. He just used the old school order form and put in his orders like he had been doing for okay. the past 15 years. And didn't ask for whatever, sugar, but he got his sugar on Amazon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great example. Thanks for sharing, Tim. And probably it was a wake-up call for this bakery manufacturer, right? So right up this person's alley because he was hired as the leader of their digital transformation, right? Right. So again, it was music to his ears, I think. But maybe coming back to your question, Tim, right? What could be reasons for businesses to explore uh, Amazon business or to see if it could be something for them? Well, we discussed about the first one that B2B buyers are there if you want it or not, at least in many, many cases. But I think to give you another answer, I think an obvious one maybe, but of course, Amazon provides a very low entry point basically right for many businesses for amazon as a marketplace is it's very easy to open up an account and to basically start doing business to business sales as well right i think of course the sellers need to need to take into account the product listings they need to do some account management they need to take into account pricing and of course inventory and fulfillment but if you basically cover those on the basic level or you're able to cover those then i think it's very easy to test out the waters right on amazon and maybe that's a reason for b2b businesses maybe even businesses that say where we talked about in the beginning that say look this is not something for us right maybe to elaborate a little bit there uh, companies say we have very highly complex products companies that say we do make to order so we don't have inventory yet or right it's well you can come up with many many examples of why it's complex and why it cannot be done on the marketplace maybe or why it's difficult but i think yeah you can also start with it as it's very easy and just test out the waters yeah exactly i agree it heavily depends of course on about different factors one of which being do you already have online presence in terms of web store yeah. or customer portal at all right so if no then this indeed may very well be an opportunity to test the waters and to see whether your customers are or are not online spoiler alert they are that's one thing the other thing is it depends on who you are in that value chain are you a manufacturer are you a distributor are you a wholesaler or are you even a retailer right because for, for a retailer that may be that yeah. it's obvious to use amazon but I think also for if you zoom into in on one of those, so say you're a manufacturer, then still there's dependencies, for instance, the complexity of your, your product and your business processes. So if your product is a commodity, like in the bakery example, mm-hmm. right, it's flour or whatever, then it's more easy. The, ent- the, right, the entry level is, is easier to enter that market via marketplace. Or if you Absolutely. have a, a consumer product, for instance, Right, just a finished good, I don't know, a shirt or running shoes. That's more easy to sell on a marketplace than an escalator. Yeah. So basically the products need to be suited for it. Yes. Yeah. But if yeah. if they do. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. 
No, and I'm also thinking of, I remember an example of a B2B customer and they wanted to expand into other regions. And basically they said like, uh, look, before we're going to really make this bigger investment, right? And start operations there, the whole commercial expansion. Let's try this out on the marketplace for this specific region, right? And see what the demand is, see how it goes. And then when we see some traction, right? We can maybe then decide we have also a little bit more experience. We have a little bit more proof points. We can then maybe expand. And the same you could say for maybe, I don't know, testing a new product line or a manufacturer that is considering going direct to consumer, just to give some examples, right? Or some form of direct to consumer and B2B customer, whereas they now only sell to wholesalers. This could, of course, be an opportunity, again, with a very low entry barrier to test out the waters, how that goes. Exactly. And one other reason, coming from someone I spoke to a couple of weeks ago, working for a manufacturer and what they found, they didn't have an online channel at that point. They weren't selling on Amazon. But what they found at some point was that others were selling their products on Amazon, which gave them no control whatsoever over who sold their products on that marketplace. So some customers of them, you mean? Some customers of them who sold who bought the product from them and then they were selling it on market on Amazon. Or further down the distribution channel. Either their own distributors or just wholesalers that bought from their distributors or maybe yeah. from them directly and then put their products on Amazon because they know it would sell. But you have no control over the pricing. You have no control over service level whatsoever you have no control over who is competing against who with your products right so if, if in this example you are a manufacturer so it would be yeah. nice if you are working for a manufacturer or a distributor for that matter it would be nice to get an amazon business account just as a just get an account for free and then see if your <laughs> products are on amazon business or maybe your competition's products are on amazon business right but if you're a large manufacturer then chances are that your products are already being sold on on marketplaces and if that's not by you then you might as well Another surprising experience, right? That was a nice trip, by the way, you had to San Diego, I believe, right? <laughs> Some good market insights. So that's fantastic. Okay, so thanks for sharing. So but maybe that brings us already to some of the cons maybe of working as a B2B company with a marketplace like Amazon Business, right? Because I think you already touched upon what I would see as a big potential disadvantage. You basically lack control, right, if you start doing this? Or to what extent do you have control if you allow this on the marketplace? Also with your channels, your sales channels, your distributors, your wholesalers, compared to maybe if you have an own e-commerce platform. I don't know. How do you look at that? Yes, but both can go hand in hand, right? So, yeah. so you can have your own channel for maybe your returning customers or your direct customers. And you could allow your distributors to sell on a, on a marketplace, or you could say, hey, I want to sell on this particular marketplace myself. The challenge there is, so that may be a reason to not to sell on a marketplace. It naturally causes a channel conflict, right? So there's different ways exactly. to go about this. The lady I just referred to, just mm -hmm. said they didn't allow their distributors any longer to sell on marketplaces because they were going to do that themselves. But naturally, distributors weren't necessarily happy about it, right? So that could be a reason to not do it. It could also, again, be a reason to do it. But you cannot just say, 
all right, I'll just sell my products on the marketplace now and, and compete with my own channel because that, that makes no sense, right? So you, if you do that, then you want to do that in after discussing this with your partners and with your distributors because, again, you don't want to cause a conflict or channel conflict. Yeah. So that could also be a reason to not do it. Yeah, and we know also from previous podcasts that, uh, let's say, the several and different distribution and sales channels that B2B companies typically have, right? We've also, by the way, a lot of complexity, but that's a common theme. Uh, and you say, like, you need to take that into account. And basically, you need to define a strategy there. Like, maybe also discuss that exactly. with your business partners, with the channels that you have. How does a marketplace fit into the channels that we have to, in the end, serve our, our customers or end customers? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think strategy is the right word that you, that you use there. You should be just go and sell on marketplaces yeah. where you could you could, obviously you could pilot or you could try it out if you are in it for for the long run and looking yeah. to make that part of your channel strategy then that's exactly what it should be you, you should think it through discuss this with partners and have have an approach have a strategy and stick to that another reason to to be careful be careful in this <laughs> is, yeah that's another reason to be careful is that if you do not sell on marketplace yourself or if you do not at least allow certain maybe certain distributors to use marketplaces Right, give the exclusive right to only whatever partners to sell marketplaces. If you don't do that, then anyone could sell your products on, on Amazon or on any other marketplace. And the question is whether these resellers are also resellers you want to be associated with. Right? Yeah. Do they also provide the same quality to their customers that you expect from your partners, for instance? And at the same time, that could also be an opportunity to kind of help your partners be more successful on the marketplace if you yourself as a manufacturer decide to stay away from it and, and, and allow that space to your partners because ultimately if they sell more, you benefit from that too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good point. Yeah, and maybe one other aspect that I'm thinking of, well, I already mentioned this a little bit in my my previous comments, right? But the complexity in B2B and that's also yeah, that's why, let's say, I understand the skepticism and maybe I'm also a little bit skeptic for some scenarios that I see, yeah. right? And if the marketplace is really suitable, we have so many examples of complexity in business to business and how products are sold and served to B2B buyers. And I know, uh, we know that B- that Amazon business is not serving those needs, right? So to make it specific, the make to order, right? So companies, there are a lot of companies out there that don't have stock for several reasons and that are making the order basically when the order comes in. But it is still important for those B2B buyers to know when is this product going to be delivered, right? And what's the availability? So it still needs to be made. Well, in Amazon Marketplace or Amazon Business, right? That scenario is not really covered because it basically looks at stock levels, which are not there. Think about companies that are in, in the growing business, as you could say. So horticulture, for example, right? Or other businesses that... Well, maybe have some stock, but it works in a, on a completely different way. And there's quite some logic behind it in terms of complexity, which calculates, for example, okay, this is what we're currently growing. And by that time, it will probably be available. And you have differences in quality of the same product, basically, right? Because you have batches of products, et cetera, et cetera. So, well, this is just one example, but I think yeah. we can go on and on about the complexity. And I think on a on yeah relatively simple marketplace, this complexity is not really covered, whereas it is needed from the B2B buyer perspective, right? Because again, they have certain needs that need to be served. Very true. 
Yes, I couldn't agree more. To kind of summarize, for some manufacturers, wholesalers, or distributors, there may be opportunity selling their products on Amazon Business. It depends on multiple factors, mainly the complexity of your business processes, the complexity of your products. So who are you in that value chain? Are you a manufacturer or are you a wholesaler? It depends. Company, It differs company per company. But I think the most important takeaway, or I hope that indeed some of our listeners will go to Amazon Business and check whether their products are sold by someone else on a marketplace than I uh, place. And I think many of them will be surprised. <laughs> no, thanks. I think that's a good one. So don't neglect it, right? I exactly. think it's a good way of summarizing it. Look into it. Maybe it's very relevant for your business. Maybe it's less or not so relevant, but at least it's a big trend going on in the market. And it's good to, to check for your business and maybe indeed and for sure investigate further because probably there are some surprises around it with one of your great examples, Tim. So yeah, thanks for summarizing that. I think we come to an end of this episode. So thank you listeners for uh, listening in to B2B e-commerce accelerated an episode around marketplaces and Amazon business in particular, and how this relates to B2B companies and B2B sales leaders. I hope you enjoyed listening in. Tim and I hope to see you in one of the next episodes. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe.